you are listening to the Air is Dope Up Here podcast. Join us every Tuesday as we navigate through the misconceptions of adulthood while still enjoying our sisterhood through traveling, creating, and getting shit done. People, we are back. We are back. We are back with another episode. It's your girl, Tiffany. We have... Hey y'all, Sneakwa. And we got Brittany. Yes, and we are the air is dope. So today, it wouldn't be a podcast if eventually we don't talk about our love lives. I had to sip my wine. I need some wine. I only got water. <laughs> I need some wine. I'm, I'm gonna go take a glass of my grandma's uh Mogan David. Your grandmama would. <laughs> Morgan David. Is that like a moonshine? It's sweet as all get out. It's wine? Mm. Is it going to put you to bed? Because I need you to be alert. Okay, that's true. I'll, I'll save it for later. Okay, <laughs> let's let's talk about this dating. Listen, I feel like dating is a journey. Right, it is a part of this season of life. Unfortunately, this season that we have is on lockdown. It is on lockdown. So unlike other people who are getting like corona cuddles and you know, Netflix and chills. I'm trying to figure out who text messages I want to respond to. I'm trying to figure out why I have so many swipe lifts and not swipe rights. Okay. What apps are you using? Because that could be a reason why you swipe and live. Um, I've recently rejoined, uh, I guess you would say, Hinge. Okay. And also there's a app called um, Black. It's just BLK is the initials in the app store or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right now, those are the only two um, apps that I've been looking at. So I have tried Bumble, right, in the past. But I I got off of Bumble because I didn't like the whole concept behind Bumble. Like, it's all based off of the female initiating the conversation. And I felt like on that particular app, like, the dudes was really waiting on you to initiate every conversation. So then... My friend told me about the league because it's supposed to be like the prestigious version of online dating. And it's going to be it called again? the league. Oh, I hadn't heard of that one. Yeah. So that one, you have to actually submit your application. It's a waiting list. You literally have to build a profile and it's like real true professionals, right? Cause they skim through to make sure that you're about your business. And then they give you your access to join the dating scene. Okay. And then my friend told me about coffees and these bagels. And I was like, you know what? That sounds like a cute concept. Coffee, bagels, you know, real, what I want to call it, Jason lyrics, Love Joan type of vibe. So I figured, you know, well, since I am like a Love Jones type of person, I might as well do coffee meets bagel, you know? And all I've been getting is crumbs. Oh, oh wow. She said crumbs. Oh, wow. Oh, goodness. 
So now I don't know how to feel about online dating. And I honestly, I'm still trying to figure out, like, when do we get to a point when everybody, like, actually liked online dating? Because do y'all remember the time when, if you mentioned online dating, people would, like, frown their noses up at you? And, oh, why are you out here meeting strangers online? I'm like, I meet strangers in Target every day. I feel like there's still some people that still say that. I actually had a conversation with somebody the other day and was like, I don't understand why people are online date. No. My response was, you know, especially in this time, especially now, we, mm-hmm. you, you're not supposed to be out meeting people. You, you shouldn't be out in these streets. You should have on a mask. So can't nobody see what you look like. So hopefully you're not picking up people at the bar or at the grocery store. So, you know, in these times, online dating is our option. I think what um, is interesting about our position and maybe that I'm sure that has a lot to do with our perspective on online dating um, is because we, and we've mentioned this before, that we are in a unique generation that knows what it was like before online dating was really a thing. Mm-hmm. And we're used to meeting and and getting those connections and vibes and being able to feel people's energy in person rather than online so we know what it was like before and now we're exploring the world of online dating now um especially in the covid era um and i wonder if it i'll speak for me for me it's a little weird because I'm definitely an energy and a vibes type of person. And that's just not something that comes easily through a phone for me. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, it just something feels weird about just looking at somebody's profile and pictures or lack thereof <laughs> <laughs> and deciding whether or not I want to swipe left or swipe right. Or if that's, even if we, we both swipe right on each other, deciding, is this really a conversation I want to continue? Cause some of these people. Yeah. And I think that was his argument. He didn't feel like he could pick up a vibe um, from a text message. I, are, are a bit much. I'm good at picking up on vibes. I think both written and in person. Um, so I, I don't know that I can totally agree that I don't think I can pick up a vibe. Like if your messages are like dry as hell, like mm-hmm. I'm not going to put that much into it, but right. I've, I've had a few that have like engaged in conversation. Um, and I think those are the ones that could potentially go somewhere, maybe exchange phone numbers and see how that goes. And because I'm, I've only been back in the States, you know, two months, I wasn't, my options of doing online dating would not work. Um, I guess it was picking up my IP address um, in Germany. So I've rejoined Coffee Meets Bagel, which interesting enough, my dad told me about Coffee Meets Bagel. He saw it on some TV. (laughs) That is hilarious. So we can, so Coffee Meet Bagel, um, I got on Hinge after my cousin said she was on Hinge and met her new boyfriend. And for her to say boyfriend, that's okay, maybe that is something I need to try. <laughs> and then I also got on Black for Chits and Giggles because of the experience Janiqua was having <laughs> when she first signed up. 
It's been a ride, guys. It's been a ride. I actually got off work probably, that was probably the beginning of the pandemic, right? Like back in March, April-ish. Yep. And I was like, this is ridiculous. I didn't get on the app for probably a good month and a half, two months probably. And then I just started back on there maybe a week or so ago. Okay. We've been in this situation long enough for me to be able to have that timeline is ridiculous but but yeah i got a question it's a ride so i know some people get on it for like shits and giggles but like let's just be honest uh-huh. getting on it right now are you really expecting to meet somebody long lasting because brit you had mentioned like um you want to go on a date or hang out but at the same time we supposed to be quarantined so how are we gonna date I have not experienced myself any of these innovative dates, but I, you know, I've seen people where they've been having these patio dates or there was a a couple in New York that had these bubbles. Say what? He rented these, like, you know, the big bubbles, people be walking around and like, like sumo. I don't know how else to explain it, but there was this guy that met a girl and I want to say actually, their balconies was across from each other is how they start communicating. Um, so, you know, there are guys out here that really want to date and are doing creative things. I'm hoping, mm-hmm. you know, maybe during this time I can run across one of those. So you mean to tell me that you would get in the bubble today? I don't know. In Atlanta's heat, I don't know. I, I don't know about that. That's what I'm saying. Nick, will you go get in the bubble in Houston? I'm not getting in a bubble in Houston, but, you know, to answer your question about whether or not I really think I would find somebody long term, I'm keeping my options open because you never know, right? I think you have to have an open mind going into it. You might just meet somebody that'll be a good homie, you know, um, a good friend. I happen to be one of those females that has um male friends that are strictly platonic have always been that way so i have good relationships with men that don't involve with um um, involve us being attracted to each other in any type of way so you know you never know what what it could bring i think you definitely have to be open-minded you definitely have to be creative if you do make a connection and you would like to move further to a date you're gonna have to be creative and figure out what that's gonna look like right now um so question. But you can, I think you can be open to it. You never know. I mean, because I mean, what what other options do we have? Just like Brett said earlier, when we going outside, everybody got mask on. I don't know what you look like. You don't that know what I look you like. You might be somebody that got some pretty eyes and everything else is just not pretty. That's not going to work. I need more than eyes. I need to see what them teeth looking like. Listen. <laughs> I look. Victor paid too much for these braces. Uh, I'm paying for these verses I got on my teeth now. I don't like a man with nasty teeth. These teeth going to be equally yoked. (laughs) Okay? Oh, my goodness. Do you know that sometimes I literally ask a dude, like, when the last time you been to the dentist? Because for real, y'all, it bothers me for a man to say, oh, I ain't got my teeth clean in like five years. No, bro, you're not kissing me with no yuck mouth. (laughs) Five years? Listen. Do you know you I need the whole matrix. So this I was only dentist visits. So this was not during COVID. 
This was not doing COVID. You but biggest appointments behind. Do you understand how much plaque is on your teeth? Let me tell you what I saw with my good eye. <laughs> What happened was, this was before Corona. He was like, let's go to the movies. I'm like, all right, cool. So I had that, you know, how them street lights to get you, right? But I was underneath the good lights. And I saw this light shine down on his mouth. And I saw something on the curvature of that gum line. And it was not tooth, okay? And I said to myself, <laughs> I don't know what's growing up in your mouth, but it ain't getting up in mine. And he tried to lean in and give me a kiss. Y'all did a full-on matrix. Tiffany, I'm not playing with you. I'm not playing with you. So, so let me ask this: what What are you looking for, if anything? You know, what exactly? What What would jump out to you um, on one of these profiles? Well, um, that would make you go, "Hmm, maybe we could have further conversation." So it's one or two things that I'm looking for because unlike you, Nico, I don't get a lot of males that want to only be my friend. Like if I was back home, I would have a plethora of dudes that I could just go kick it with and hang out with. And I know that they're not going to try anything. In DC, I have yet to have any relationships with a male who was not homosexual. Um, and wanted to just only be my friend. Like these other guys are like in it for sex. Um, trying to see if they can put another one on a belt, whatever the case may be. So for me, I would actually love to meet more males that have as friends. Let me tell you something. I will say my relationships with my male friends are some of the like most fun, entertaining, free friendships relationships that I have. Right. Because not only can we share perspectives back and forth, but there's this level of um there's this level of freedom you can have in relationships or in your friendships with men when you when there's nothing romantic or sexual there. So that's what I'm saying. Around each other, you can kind of just be. It's for me, it's been refreshing. And I mean, my best friend, we were literally just on the phone earlier. We've been friends since sixth grade. We met in 1996. So that's what I'm saying. Like, if I could, I would love to be able to have more male friends in it's DC. Amazing. And then outside of that, if I did meet someone online, I would, I'm honestly looking to have like some real raw and intelligent conversations with a guy. Cause there's nothing that I hate more than to meet somebody and they cannot carry a conversation. I'm sorry. We're not in our twenties anymore. Yeah. Don't ask me my favorite color. Don't ask me what movie I'm looking at on TV. Like, don't ask me what I ate for breakfast. Like I want you to have conversations with me. Let's talk about politics. Let's talk about life. Yeah. Let's talk about goals. Let's talk about pain, trauma, like anything, but just therapy. Therapy, like anything. Emotional intelligence is important to me. I so I'm looking to find someone that is equally yoked in that manner that we can have conversations because, as you guys know, I, I do love conversating and, and being around people, and I'm an extrovert. So if I'm meeting somebody that can't carry a conversation, if you can't stimulate me mentally, I really don't want nothing to do with you. I get it. Yeah. So y'all had me thinking if I if I have any 
friends that I haven't had sex with. Well, there goes that. But I, there has been some that I can still remain really close friends with. I, there are some. Not a lot, but there are some. Yeah. Uh, I think, I don't know. I have, do I have any of those friends? I have a couple of those friends too. But it's diff- It's a different type of friendship with my friends that we have never crossed that line or had the desire to cross that line. Okay. It's a. It, it's different. Right. At least in my experience, it's different. Okay. I mean, I might have one or two, but I, I wouldn't. We're not that close anymore. Um, but I think if I needed to call them, they would be there. Yeah. But I, I can see that. Unfortunately, it's gotten to the point that up here, all of my males that I seek advice from are my friends' husbands. Like, that's literally the males that I have up here. I know that they're going to give me sound advice. They got my best interests at heart. I, I truly consider them my brothers. But to just be able to have met someone out in the streets, we decided, like, hey, we don't, we're not vibing on the level of a relationship, but I think you're cool. I have not met one dude yeah not a one that i could just keep as a friend and he has not attempted to have sex mm. and it and it and that actually gets on my nerves because mm. i don't carry myself as a sexual being everyone who knows me knows that i don't like flaunt my curves or anything like that like i'm a real jovial type of person like i don't present myself as if i'm seeking some sex some sex from you like i'm not out here looking like a little sex slave when I'm out in the streets. I'm actually looking like a nerd <laughs> with my glasses on. Some of them like nerds. Thanks, Nikki. Thanks a lot. The whole category for it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just saying. Maybe. Just saying. Yeah. I don't know. I guess my situation is a little bit different. I mean, for the last four years, I ha- I, I've been on a military base. And so, you know, the base that I was on when I first moved there, it was a training base. So it was soldiers that, you know, are basically right out of basic training. So, mm-hmm. the, you know, the, I think the average age was like 18 to 21. So, Ooh. and then anybody else that was of age were married. And I've heard so many stories. I've heard so many stories about, you know, these military people getting married and having a wife back at home um, for the benefits, quote unquote, because um, they get more money if you're married and have dependents, um, but be overseas or taking these assignments and living a best life. That's not what we gonna do here. So um, <clears throat> to be out and just meeting people um, that's been, you know, almost, almost non-existent for me for the last four years. Um, so this, I, I, I feel like, a, you know, kind of a fish out of water, but then also in the same sense, we ran right into this pandemic where you know I still really can't go out and meet anybody or see nobody's face with these damn masks. But what? True. I'm just hoping one day when I go to Trader Joe's, you know, that when I'm walking to my car and I and I slide my mask down off my face and I see my bae, because he too go to Trader Joe's. I ain't gonna lie, I was standing in line waiting to get in Trader Joe's about a month ago, and this little chocolate thundercat came and stood in line like three people behind me, but we couldn't see each other. 
Not Thundercat. <laughs> What Thundercat? Because I couldn't tell if he was young or old. He's either old Thundercat or young Thundercat. One of the two. Was he tall? He wasn't that tall. But I mean, it don't take much to be taller than me. Oh, this little boy approached me at Target the other day. At first, because I was, I was confused. You know, I, I, I can be a little airheaded just like I was like, he was like, "Do you work here?" And I kind of had to look like, "Do I have a red and khakis?" Like, <laughs> could you? They all wear the same thing. No. He was like, oh, I thought you was younger. I was like, oh. First of all, you saw this ass. That's what you saw first. Well, now listen. And then I turned around and you probably seen them gray hairs. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell y'all something. Gray hair is what's in. You don't have to be in your 30s to have gray hair anymore, okay? Let me tell you something. I'm letting these grays flourish y'all know i started this lock journey and i can see them clear as day and i'm just letting them be i don't even care no more you're gonna have to take it or leave it i don't have the energy to keep going back and forth with this gray hair i'm looking for some dye I, i'm ready to dye my hair again <laughs> I, I dyed it black when i left because i figured it'd be easier to keep up with not having a stylist in germany so now that i'm back i can get somebody to color my hair and maintain it I'm going to color these locks, but it ain't going to be the color grays. It's just going to be the, you know, play with different colors and all the stuff I dreamed about doing when I got my locks. So, Nikwa, since you're in Houston. Yes, ma'am. How was the dating scene down there? Because, you know, I, they used to call D.C. Chocolate City, but I don't believe it anymore. I feel like Chocolate City has now migrated to the South. So, are you having any better luck on your dating app with your chocolate men in Houston? Uh, no, Nico, but you kind of are you actually swiping and giving people a chance? I am. You didn't hear the ding? No, let me hear it again. Well, I gotta match somebody to get a ding. Go ahead, let me let's match me on here. But no, I'm open, you know, I'm open. I swipe, I do swipe right, I don't swipe left on everybody, but I do swipe right. But What's one of the craziest things you've seen so far? (laughs) So here's the thing. What I didn't anticipate on these dating apps is how often I will come across profiles for couples looking for uh, either play with or join their relationship. Like polygamy? If that's how you... If that's your lifestyle, that's your business. I live and let live. That ain't got nothing to do with me. I got a question. Are you saying like as far as polygamy, like you, they want you to be a wife or? They don't necessarily specifically say wife, but they are very clear that this is a relationship with them and their current girlfriend or wife. Uh-oh. Very clear in the profile. Now, like I was saying, that's their business. If that's how they choose to live their life, more power to them. I wish them nothing but the best. However, comma, I'm not interested in that lifestyle. So they definitely get swipe left. I think for me, the the shock has been how many pro like it's a lot of profiles that I've come across that way. I think it's because we now live in an age where gender fluidity is so prominent and people are just quote-unquote living in their truths and just living freely whatever that looks like yeah 
Well, I don't think it necessarily has to do with being gender fluid. I think it's just a matter of people unapologetic about the things that they like and the things that they want. They're honest. They're not deceitful about it. Um, you know, there's no secrets or lies, it appears, from, mm -hmm. from it. They are just like, look, this is the lifestyle that we enjoy. This is the way we want to live. So here we are. I can't be mad at it. I respect it. You know, I, I have a lot more respect for people who talk. I can't do nothing but respect it. The talk and live in their truth than I do people who try to be deceitful about it. Have you had any good conversations so far? Anybody that made you want to go like, hmm, maybe no. we should go meet in a park and have a little conversation? No. I have not. You being mean. Now, you know that's one of my pet peeves because I am far from mean. Nowhere near it. You being hard on them. I'm not, actually. I'm not. But I mean, I'm not about to settle for just anything either. No. I don't have to. Oh, excuse me, ma'am. Don't settle. This is a no settling season. Nobody should. Well, I can't really come down on Brick because she just got back in the States. But What about you, ma'am? Who's How's your swiping and conversations going? I mean, you because you've met a few people, haven't you? I have met a few people. Um, I met, so I ended up starting off with COVID with a full bench, right? You know what? What happened was, you know, eventually, like your mama always say, the people will show themselves. And when they show themselves, you got to cut them off the bench. My whole thing is... You're single until you're married, mm -hmm. right? Um, and so I've met people, but because I'm also have a short attention span, I guess that's a Gemini in me. I entertained a few people at one time until somebody really like catches my attention. Nigga, why you gotta look at me like that? No, I'm because it's not a Gemini thing. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. We so, were of the group, and I'd be over it quick, too. Yeah. So, I met a few people, um, and to this day, I'm still talking to, like, two. And the conversations are good. I don't have any expectations of it going one way or the other. Like, I really just enjoy our conversations. Like, we really have really good conversations. Like, we enjoy talking to each other about life. Mm -hmm. And that's one thing that I can appreciate is being able to talk about any and everything and not even feel like we're judging each other. Like, um, one of the guys is a divorcee, you know what I'm saying? And he has his own perspectives of life and he does see himself being able to get married again. The other guy, I actually didn't meet him on the site. I actually met him during COVID. Oh, at a, um, mm-hmm. Um, at an impromptu mm -hmm. Corona cookout. And what that means is it was less than 10 people. Okay. Hear me out. Cause I, I feel you. I feel you looking at me like I'm sideways. I was not at somebody's house with 30 some odd people breathing down my neck. It was less than 10 people at a cookout. I so happened to be a part of the eight, you know, once we do five to seven, eight, me, Tiffany, he was a part of the eights. And by the time the night was over, he saw this little chocolate drop and was like, hey, shout out. know me. <laughs> <laughs> he asked me for my number. 
And so he's older. He doesn't have kids. He's not married. He's only three years older. But it's hard. Like, y'all, I normally don't meet people that's older than me and don't have kids. Yeah. Right? So it's like I have two different spectrums. I have one that's my age with kids, and then I have another one that doesn't have any kids. I don't know. I guess by the end of the corona, we going to see. So let me ask y'all this. We're all 35 range. What are y'all thoughts on the age range for dating for us? Like, what's the youngest you'll go? What's the oldest you'll go? Why? What's your rationale behind it? No, for me, okay, my brother is three years younger than me. I feel like now we're at a range where brother's at a good place where I could potentially see somebody dating someone around his age. So he's three, how am I, 35? Yeah, don't forget. Mm-hmm. Heavy <laughs> 32 in September. So although the ex in me. So okay, so the low pause, Tiff over here getting messages. <laughs> putting you on blast. Interrupt your story, sis. I'm listening. So I, I was hoping that two year age gap would be good, but he, he kind of proved me wrong. So I don't know. Um, right now, my I think I have it set for thirty three is my my the youngest and the oldest. So the oldest, see, and that's tough because you know my parents had me at a younger age; they were in their twenties, mm-hmm. and they still look very young. I mean, you can have a zaddy; it's okay. Ain't no wrong with a little zaddy, a little salt and pepper beard. So I okay, so I did up the age to. So, like I said, I've been on Coffee Meat Bagel for, you know, some years ago. So, um, I think the range that I set was 33 to 42. Okay. That's not bad. I mean, I wouldn't mind dating somebody that's 40. Mm-hmm. I think my cat will probably be... In my head, I'm telling myself 45, but then I get nervous. And let me tell you why. Because <laughs> let's just say I meet a dude, he's 45, and it actually work out. And then I want to have babies. That's what I be thinking about when I meet people. And I probably shouldn't think like that. But yeah, for real though. What if it really pop off when he 45? I'm going to be an old daddy. Like That's his bad. I was about to say, I think that's, some, that's you know something that he's going to have to be comfortable with. Not necessarily. That's for him to be comfortable with. I'm trying, yeah, but that's, that's, that's not my, my testimony. You go with you a sugar daddy too and have a baby. My granny said, oh man, give you worms. I was it's waiting for you to say that. I was waiting for that to come out. It is a cut off. You think 45 is too high? It's too high for me. You live your life and do what's best for you. <laughs> so what's your cut off? Or what's your range? 33 to 40. I feel like I got an old soul. Maybe that's why. I, I know I got an old soul, but my ovaries ain't that old, so... Wait, mine not evil. You live your life and do what's best for you. And I'm going to do what's best for me. I mean, we can still two-step at the wedding. You know what I'm saying? I'm not worried about two-stepping. My thing is, you know, I don't have children yet. And yes, older men can still produce children. But I want to share that with my husband. I want him around. You know what I mean? So the older you get, 
years start getting thinner and thinner, how much longer you got left with it. You feel what I'm saying? Never mind. Now I got to take it down to 42. Thanks a lot. Do what's best for you. Do what's best for me. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And I I think think another thing that kind of scares, well not scares me, but concerns me is like if you've never been married and don't have kids for men, because I have a friend that was dating this guy that was 47 and he want he he claimed he want to be married, he want to have kids. But he he's stuck in his ways. I guess in my experience that I've experienced that and it didn't have nothing to do with age. Like, I think that's just a personality thing when it comes to men. And I I try not to do that whole, if they're, for me, I try not to do that whole, their particular age. So, you know, they stuck in their ways. He wanted this way before I give him a chance because they do that to us women all the time, especially women our age. If we don't have kids and have never been married, then people perceive that as something is wrong with us, or maybe we have a problem. And that's not true. It's not the case. Some of us just chose to be very strategic and plan instead of, you know, just popping it off wherever we felt like it or, you know, accidentally letting things happen. Um, And I don't want to project that same, I don't know if I wanted to call it discrimination, but I I don't want to project that same sentiment onto me that I don't like receiving as a woman of a particular age that's not married and doesn't have kids. That's fair. And then I have to think about my mom is super young too. And the closer he get to 50, the closer he is in age to my mother. That's not going to work for me. In fact, I'm looking for a stepdaddy for her, too. Oh, my God. You going to never play a matchmaker now? I need a stepdaddy. Set your mom up. No. But I want a stepdaddy. But the only reason I wouldn't set my mom up is because we are very similar. We don't operate that way. You know, we're both extremely private. Both of us be in whole relationships and nobody ever know. Like, she just doesn't operate that way. So I wouldn't do that to her. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, so, you know, getting up close in age. And then I have older sisters, too. And I'm like, eh, it's a little tricky. You know, both my sisters are 40 and 42. Uh-huh. I will say, because I, I, I did give a a friend some advice she just turned 45 and she had met a guy that was significantly older than her which is a little bit different i i'm not 100 percent sure if he had been married and had kids but she had a kid and she didn't want kids anymore mm-hmm. so i'm like if he make you happy go for it go for it and yep. there, you shouldn't care what nobody says. So at the end of the day, like I jokingly say, I don't want somebody same age as my daddy, but no, nah, I don't know. I can't say that. <laughs> Happiness is the goal. Happiness is the goal. Peace, 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 peace of mind is the goal. Peace, yeah. Peace of mind is the goal at this point in my life. Yes. You know, because and, and I know we'll talk about this another time, but. 
I, the things that are important to me now are not the same things that were important to me even five years ago, mm-hmm. let alone 10. You know what I mean? Peace of mind is like, for the, the chaos that I dealt with in my 20s, I'm just not interested. And I'm not saying there's not going to be ups and downs. I'm here for all of that. That's just part of a relationship. Mm-hmm. But a lot of stuff that I dealt with in my 20s was completely unnecessary. Oh, yeah. You're not worth it. I just don't have that energy and time to put into that type of stuff anymore. I'm here for, you know, flows of relationships and the compromise and communicating and getting through the really hard times and the tough times. And I hurt you and you hurt me working through all of that. But the ridiculousness and the unnecessary and craziness, I'm not interested. Leave in toxic relationships, not friendships, not business, not love. If it's toxic, I don't want it. If it's going to cost me any any of my peace of peace of mind, it's way too expensive. I agree. It means way too much to me. I think, I think we've all experienced different seasons of life, right? Like this journey has been a roller coaster for all of us. Um, and I think you just realize that it's not about being selective or having this long list of expectations when it comes to relationships. It's just identifying like in this season of my life, this is what I need to help me continue to grow and blossom because I want a partner, right? right? I don't want someone just for the sake of saying that I have this title that's now linked that's to it. Mrs. Ooh. or fiance. That's it right there. That's it. Yeah, like I don't I don't need the title. I want to have a true relationship, a partnership where we are building each other up cuz I'm going to I know that I'm flawed. I'm not accusing myself to be perfect by no means of the imagination. Um but I want someone to be able to see that I am flawed and love me regardless. And want me to be a better version of myself because we're ever going to be evolving like i'm not going to be this person i am five years from now i pray i'm not like i hope that i'm continuing to be a better version of me and i want that for the person that i want to to be in a relationship with yes yes completely agree i want to i want us both to have an understanding that no none of us are perfect you know we're we're two complete individuals coming together that they build a life together both parties need to be willing to grow and evolve and, and, and willing to make mistakes but not not dwell on those mistakes learn from them and push forward you know what I mean I think that that grace has to be extended it has to be reciprocated reciprocity is the name of the game you don't expect me to be perfect. I'm not expecting you to be perfect. I'm willing to continue doing the work on myself to grow and be better. I hope you're willing to do the same. That's what that's that's what I want. That ship looks like to me. Mm. I mean, the whole 80-20. I mean, you know, you're not going to be happy 100% of the time. Like y'all y'all not Y'all gonna get on each other's nerves and we have to understand that. But at the end of the day, like we have to be working on a common goal. Yeah. I make sure that we're both going into it 
the other one to fulfill us and make us happy. That's your own responsibility to make sure you're happy. Yeah. That's not anybody else's job. You know, I can't look to outside forces or outside person to make sure I'm fulfilled and I'm happy. That's the work I have to do for myself. And he needs to understand that's the work that he has to do for himself. That way we're whole individuals coming together. And we have that understanding that, you know, if I'm upset or something is not fulfilling me or I'm not happy with the situation, it's not solely his job to fix me. And it's not solely my job to fix him so that we're both happy. You need to be able to do that for yourself. Yeah, and I'm hoping that, like, because everybody's, like, stuck at home and have nowhere to go, that people are really taking the time to do that. So that way, when you finally swipe right, yeah, you know, he is whole. And he has identified his level of emotional intelligence to where he knows that he's had some trauma in his life that has shaped him to be the man that he is. And you've had trauma in your life that shaped you to be the woman that you are. However, I've moved through that. Yeah. Like I found myself and now I'm able to be whole so that I can pour into another person when it comes to having a relationship. Yeah. Well, you know, because I'm, I've been having baby fever. So, uh, I just keep praying that, you know, the good Lord go ahead and send my husband so I can go and get out this niece and nephew. I'm going about my business. You know, the weird thing about that is, and I was telling, I think I may have told y'all this too, but I was telling a friend of mine, I was like, um, you know, I've been having a lot of baby fever, but I haven't necessarily had that same level of a uh, strong desire to be in a relationship. Mm, that's another topic. Mm-hmm. I haven't had baby fever in a while. I, I will say maybe about two years ago, I took Mother's Days really tough. You know, one, not being there with my mom, you know, living in Germany and shoot, I think they were in Toronto at the time. And I just it's sometimes frustrating to feel like you've done everything right and you still don't have the desires of your heart. Like I, I was legit in my feelings that one mother's day. It will happen in God's timing. Yep. I was just about to say that everything will happen in God's timing. Like there's a reason why, we are in the season that we're in right now. Like I keep telling myself, like, nothing is in vain. Everything is divine. You know, God has already ordered these stuff for me before I was made and created. And so I just got to be faithful and trust that what's for me is for me. Yeah. And it's going to show itself when I least expect it. So I'm not even in a point where, like, I'm stressed or I'm phased by it. Do I desire it? Absolutely. But I'm not letting it dictate my happiness or make me question the woman that I am because of what I do. I don't have based off of social standards. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the same place I've been in. You know, of course that I've been having baby fever for as long as I can remember since I was child, I've wanted children. I've wanted to be married, but me not having either of those things at this point in my life is not, dictating how I decide to move, how I feel about 
all that I've been through, all that I've come through, all that I've accomplished, all that I've healed from, um, the growth, um, the elevation that I got to keep living my life with purpose and what's meant for me is going to come to me when it's supposed to come to me. Mm -hmm. Here the past probably year and a half or two, there have been things that I always, you know, desired as far as like career advancement and even down to salary and all that type of stuff that has kind of perfect time without me having to chase it. It's just you and to do my best um, what I can going up for myself every day that those things have just been naturally coming to me right at the perfect time. And I think that just goes back to the energy you put out is what you're going to get back. Mm -hmm. Yep, I agree. And what you tell yourself, like mentally, right? At the end of the day, like of what you put out in the universe, but what you're feeding your soul. Yeah. You're telling sure. yourself, I am worthy of these things. These things will come to me. It's going to happen. But if you're feeding and telling yourself that you aren't worthy to be loved, that you aren't worthy to be in a relationship, that you'll never be a mom or whatever the case may be, or you'll never have this particular career, then you're setting yourself up for failure. For sure. And that goes uh, side uh, hand in hand, side by side, hand in hand, all of that with, you know, out this age that have not been married and don't have kids. People got a lot to say about it and they have their judgments and their assumptions but you can't live for that and you can't let that dictate you because people be miserable. Uh, you have to, we have to own that we're not all the same. Everybody doesn't have the same path. You know, everybody's life isn't going to look the same and that's okay. And you have to be confident and comfortable in that. That's someone else's journey is not yours. So what they think you should have at this point in your life is really irrelevant give too many other people's opinions a lot of energy can't give any it, I, I don't give anybody else's opinion weight over my life not even my mama <laughs> I just I just don't I can't you've lived your life I have to live mine I think that you know this pandemic booed up booed up <laughs> or with a full bench some may come out with a ring on their finger you know what I'm saying or like Brit said with a full bench with a full bench you know? right now it's more like a spade's hand one Ooh. I was about to say a hand or a bad hand that's bad Ooh. Oh, you couldn't be my partner don't renege they want to renege <laughs> <laughs> that might be true that's right. well I just say this. We're going to catch up on this six months from now and see how the tables have turned. Maybe, you know, Nikwa, you would have had a few more right swipes instead of lefts. Uh, we got a couple of connects today. We ain't started talking to yet, so we'll see. Are you holding out? Uh-huh. So you got two in the possible. Look at his body grow. Nikwa, you got two in the possible? You know, a little razzle-dazzle. Man, looking like. Could you be my partner? Well, we'll razzle that. I can't tell you my hand in front of company. Let me tell you something. You're going to be on my, if you're going to be in the crew, you got to have a strong hand. Listen, you ain't got to worry about me. Hold them. You got to know when to fold them. You see, you see what I'm saying? 
Is this one thing you ain't never got to worry about with me? Make me nervous when you say stuff like that. Right. Think the world knows how you operate. Very strategically and very quietly. Yeah. Makes me nervous. Secret life. That should have been your name. Secret life. <laughs> that definitely probably should have been my line name. Although somebody told me that should have been mine. <laughs> Sleep. That's why we get along so well. We both used to be sneaking off together. <laughs> Let me know when you make it. <laughs> terrible. Wow. No, please. I can't. I can't. No, this about before we get in trouble, right? Let me tell y'all something. Are a single day doing a little pandemic. We wish you much success. Hopefully, if you don't have a starting five, you have an awesome one, okay? That wraps up this episode of The Air Is Dope Up Here. Be sure to check in with us on Instagram, Facebook, and our website. And let's not forget to subscribe so that you can get the latest updates. Your feedback helps to ensure that our community continues to grow. So we'll see you next Tuesday.